Welcome to a Rotherham United podcast. Um, thank you for joining us again today. We have myself, Matt, and we have Michael. Hello. And Benjamin joining us today. Hello. Uh, no Daniels today. Again, too busy during lockdown to spend uh, some time with us. But, you know, we don't take it personally. Uh, <laughs> we, 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 we recorded a day later than normal in the hope there will be some sort of decision from the EFL. Shockingly, there has been no decision from the EFL. So that delay was worth yeah. it. <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll have a bit more we'll chat about what we think may come later on from this week from the AFL. And we'll have a chat about last week the club played the a replay of the City game uh, from 2002. So we'll have a bit quick chat about that because it was uh, thoroughly enjoyable. Uh, but Benny's got another quiz for us. As yeah, always. I've only got five questions today. Take it away, Benjamin. All right. Uh... What is the record highest win in a Premier League game and points if you get the both teams? Do you need the score? Yeah, what is it? You get a point for the score and a point each for the teams. Yeah, I think I've got it. Mick, you got it? Uh, yeah, I think I have, yeah. What have um, you gone for? I've gone for 9-0. Yeah, which teams? I've got Southampton Man City, Palace Man U. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't have four teams. Well, there's, there's only been one 9-0, I think. Oh, I thought yeah. there were two. I thought there'd been two. No, I'm pretty sure there's only been one. I've got Southampton Man City then. Matt, what have you put? 9-0, but I think it's Man U Ipswich. Yep, 9-0 Man U Ipswich, so... Uh, Matt gets three points, you get one, Mick. No, oh, that's not very good, is it? What were the what was scoring in that Southampton Man City game then? I'm not. I don't know. I'm about to be honest. There might have been a nine nil, but it might have not been in Premier League. Nine one. Nine one, were it? It might have been. Spurs beat somebody nine one, didn't they? Yeah. Anyway, that, I, I didn't get any points there. I got one, didn't I? Yeah. Right. Who is the most expensive English player ever? Hmm. I give you a hint. It's recent, which is obvious. <laughs> yeah. And I say recent, I mean in the past ten years. Oh. Oh. Um. Okay. I've got. I've got a name. I'm not massively confident. Go on. Yeah, Matt, go on. Stones. Mick. Uh, Harry Maguire. Walker. Is it? Yeah, there you go. 50, three million, I think. I think Wambasaka was fifty-two. I'm not. I don't know. And Sterling oh. was around the fifty million mark. But mm-hmm. yeah. fair enough. So none of you get the point on that one. No, it's disappointing. This one's a, like a interesting one to say the least. But <laughs> you ready? Yeah. 
which famous Brazilian player had to change their name because someone else in the national squad already had the same name? Oh. <laughs> Very famous player. <laughs> Do you know it, Nick? Uh, no, I don't think so. I think you can take an educate, educated guess. Uh, I could do, I suppose, but I've got one, but I'm not convinced about it. He's definitely Brazilian. You got, you got one, Mick? Yeah. Go on, then. You go first, Mick. I'm going for Ronaldinho. Matt? I just went Kaká. Ronaldinho. Someone else was called Ronaldo, so I had to change it. Well, oh, sure. Ronaldinho was Ronaldo before. No, it was a different Ronaldo. I'm pretty yeah, sure well, it was a different Ronaldo. Huh. I think it was Olympic squad. It might have been. I'm not. They're not too sure. Yeah. But that definitely happened. Oh, fair enough. And Inyo means small because he was small as a kid, so he just changed it to that. There you go. Is that is that three questions? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Two more. I've got two more. <clears throat> Modric won the 2018 Ballon d'Or, but who controversially finished fifth? Hmm. In my opinion, it was controversial anyway. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I've got a name. You got one, Mick? Yeah, I've got one. Wait, go, you go first, Mick. Uh, Messi. Matt? Yeah, right, Messi. Yep, that's right. All right, last one. I'm going to make it a hardish one. Uh, who is the only goalkeeper to ever win the Ballon d'Or? Ooh. Might have heard the name, might not. It's an old name. Uh, so uh, if, you, if you know, if you know who he is, then you know who he is. Just give me. Just give me. Oh. <clears throat> right, go on then. You got one, Mick, or do you need some time? No, I've got one. Go on then. Dino's off. Yeah. What? I went for Lev Yassin. It is Lev Yashin. Is it? <laughs> yeah. As soon as you said that, Mick, I thought that was the one. I've never yeah. heard of him. He's he was ridiculous. Yeah, he is. It was ridiculous. The great the, the goalkeeping award at the World Cup until the last World Cup was the Lev Yashin Award. Yeah, yeah. There you go then. I've got another goalkeeper question, but I'll save it. Okay. Yeah, save it. We'll we'll do a quiz episode at some point. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much, Ben. As always, that was a pleasure. I got five points. Mick, do we get? Uh, I think Mick got four. I got three. Three. That's yeah. alright. Yeah. Right. So we'll talk about first the less positive stuff, the EFL non-decision so far. Um, like we said, by all accounts, we were expecting a decision or some sort of maybe not confirmation, but at least an idea of, the, of an official word from the EFL as to what the next steps would be. Um, Again, nothing official has been come out. I don't know if that's because of the sort of guidelines that were announced yesterday being rather vague, whether the EFL were waiting on more, you know, high-level talks. Yeah. Uh, but according to Tony Stewart, he seems to think that it will be within the next... Well, he, he seems to think by Thursday there will be a decision one way or the other in our league. Um, what do we all think about what the decision will be and how... Well, I'm not sure how, what, how we think, why you think it's been played because of the EFL, but I think that they, I think they've got to end the season because I think they've left it too late. 
Because I think, what is it, the playoffs were meant to be starting this week, was it? I think so. See, well, the season went to finish last, not Saturday, yeah. gone Saturday before, to play. I think in normal terms, should already have started. Yeah, I think they've left it too late. In my opinion, anyway. What do you think, Mick? Well, we knew that they were going to do it, didn't we? We knew that they, they were going to just sit on their hands and, and wait and, and, and hope that hope that something fell into their lap, really, I think. Um, and, and it clearly we're never going to do, but they're frightened to death, aren't they? And, and, and I do understand a certain amount of it, you know, because, because what's happening with Premier League and everything else, they've got to look at Championship, which is their sort of flagship league, isn't it, mm. at EFL? Um, and they've got to do right by Championship and, and clubs like Leeds and West Brom who've been pushing all season and, and really should be going up. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So we, we, I don't think the AFL have done anything that we didn't expect. No, I mean, I, I, the only, only positive thing you can say to them is that hopefully everything behind the scenes has been talked about, but well, their, their publications or their statements have been basically nil. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, they, they're obviously frightened to death. I mean, he's been on. Social media, I mean, the Dara Brino or whichever came out with it. Saying that if, if, if it goes on a points per game basis, he's going to suit, Premier, uh, suit AFL. Is that Peter's manager? Yeah, I've got something on fight tweets now. It's very, yeah. it's very strongly worded. And there was a tweet in somewhere in about a month ago where he tweeted something along the lines of basically. The, basically, like basically saying that the season probably won't be finished because clubs can't afford it. Yeah. That was a tweet he put out. <laughs> but then a tweet, I mean, I can't, I can't, I can't I ain't got here, but it basically says that if the EFL decides to go points per game, he's going to take them to court, basically. Yeah. On the basis that uh, they've got the best, best home record in the league and they've got five home games remaining against five of the teams in the bottom half. Hmm. But the sticks. Well, on the same basis, we've got the best away record in the league and got four or five away games to come. Yeah. So we're back where we started then, there, aren't we? Yeah. On his, on his principle. It's, it's, it, the tweet was this is a double, double tweet. They put three points from second place, the best goal difference in our league, nine home games left, uh, nine games left, five at home. With the best home record in the league, we play seven games against the bottom seven clubs, and the EFL and these owners think Peterborough will take these alleged decisions about to happen slash get voted on according according to the press laying down. Not a chance. Prepare for the legal battle of epic proportions that won't just be from. <laughs> I don't think he's very happy. <laughs> Legal. Yeah, prepare for the legal one. Epic proportions. Epic proportions, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, yeah. We know what he thinks. What a cock. Yeah. Unfortunately, so. I've never, never particularly liked him, but... <laughs> I didn't realise you were that, far that funny. I perhaps only read first part of it. I didn't realise it was too tweet. <laughs> wow. I, I imagine that went down well with everybody apart from uh, Peter, with everybody outside Peterborough. 
Yeah, he's well, he, he he, he, he done it because then he gets to go on TalkSport and that. Yeah. He gets yeah. on TalkSport. Sky Sports will him. It's all... It's all a bit of a PR anyway. Yeah. I sort of get it from Peter's point of view because they've got, obviously, Tony who's banged in nearly 30 goals this season. He's not staying next year. No, no. So if they don't get... I, I, so I understand why they're not happy about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's other teams in the same... Portsmouth, and if, if it was, we wouldn't be happy about it, but you'd have to accept it. Yeah. The crazy times that we're having to deal with. Yeah, the, 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 the bottom line is... Dude, they are exceptional times, and you know, if we if we're third or fourth, you just got to suck it up. Yeah, we've said this before. Um, you know, we are where we are because we've got a fantastic away record. Uh, the home record's been bang average, to be fair. Yeah. Um, Peterborough are where they are because they've got a good home record. Their away record's been appalling. Yeah, but even their home record, they've been good at home, but they've always been. All season inconsistent, and again, yeah. that's why they are where they are because they've been very, very inconsistent. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but well, Oxford have said, say, well, based on the points of the game, if they take three up, it'll be us, Coventry, and Oxford that go up. Mm. Your mate Carl's been on saying that they should basically wait until it's safe to play again, no matter, basically, no matter what. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. We like, take research with as, as old Dara, don't we? Because yeah. um, neither of them know what we're talking about. Well, it'd be interesting to see if, if the vote does come to it. Are you, are you telling me that Oxford aren't going to vote for them to go up? They're not going to vote against that, are they? Uh, no. no, I don't think they are, are they? I, I suspect that's another one of where he's just trying to win points upon publicity. Yeah. Uh, and I know we're biased, but again, everything, we're interviewing Warney, I can't wait with it, through Sky Sports or something last week. Mm. And also the ones that Tony Stewart's done. They've come out. They've come out and said the basic thing. Ideally, we want to finish. We want to finish playing. We do yeah. have nine games left. We want to play these games. Yeah. But if we're not going to play these games, this is what we think should happen. And they've, and they've said in interviews that they are, they accept they're they're partially biased. Yeah, yeah. But it's all level-headed. And it's classy. You know, yeah. it's just it feels a much better way of going about things and saying things. Yeah. Um. Then. Oh. Certain people. The bottom line is, as as a, as a club or as a set of supporters, we can hold our heads up high and know, and, and know that our club has dealt with what's going on properly. Mm. Um, and we're not walking a tightrope financially yet, but that might well that might well happen. Mm. You know, it depends how long this continues for and what 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 difficulties it presents financially. Yeah. Um, we're obviously in a much better place than a lot of other clubs, Peterborough is included, I would, I would argue. Possibly he's a bit of a sugar daddy, though, isn't he? Um, yeah, but he'll not be wanted. Yeah, but you look at the type of person he is, you, you can tell what type of person he is from the tweets that he's putting out. So he's not going to be wanting to spend all his money on, on Peterborough United or Peterborough, whatever they call it. It's just United, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. When he could be spending it on fast cars and loose women, which is probably what he's doing. <laughs> What I mean, Fair enough, yeah, possibly. Quite clearly, that kind of bloke, isn't it? So, yeah, it does seem that way. Uh, money for football for a football club is he'll have enough money for all the ancillaries that go with it as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah absolutely. I th- I do think I, I can't see League One and Two finishing. L- League Two will definitely not finish. Yeah. That's yeah. that's almost a foregone conclusion. Uh, the Championship are almost certainly going to finish. But I think that's going to be fi- heavily financed by the Premier League or 
to a degree financed by the Premier League. Um, you said that. I mean, the Premier League, are they going to finish? Well, they seem to think this. They said, Boris has said today that apparently from the 1st of June, all being well, that behind closed doors games will be allowed. Um, First of June fits in perfectly because if, if they get played on the first of June or what's the first of June is a Monday, so you know they probably won't be on that day. But if they yeah. get played there or thereabouts, that fits in with UEFA's plan of having a mini tournament in August to finish Europa League and Champions League. Right. Basically, um, so uh, so Premier League guaranteed. Obviously, they've got infighting about relegation. People again not looking at a bigger picture and just seeing what their needs are. Well, the bottom line is, if they play to a finish, they've got to be relegated. Yeah, the only, the only, I agree. The only way, the only time, only way the relegation should be taken away is if you're not going to finish it. Absolutely. I don't necessarily agree that should be taken away then, but there's there's an argument, at least an argument for it. Yeah. If you're going to play, there's no argument for it. No. Absolutely not. What's the point in playing? Well, oh, exactly. Liverpool have won the title already. <laughs> yeah. That's a that's a given. Mm. What is the point of in playing all those other games if we're not going to have any relegation? No. Stupid to do that. Because the champions are suspect, isn't it? Like you say, we're complaining and moaning about it. You know, your Watfords, your flipping Aston Villas, all the people that stand to lose however many, you know, millions of, of pounds by getting relegated. They're the only ones that complain about it. Yeah. Unsurprisingly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think well, it's yeah. the, bottom, the bottom six. So they need... They need 14 teams to vote for it. So obviously, six, they can allow, allow up to six to vote against it. The bottom six so far have also said they're going to vote against it. Okay. Against what? Against, against play, the, uh, the neutral venues. So the Premier League have said, ideally, they want to have, say, 10 neutral venues and they'll be the venues for it. The bottom six are saying it's not fair that if you play at neutral venues, you must. it's only fair to play, still play home and away. Yeah, whatever. There's no fans. I don't really understand what difference it makes. Well, they're, they're looking to try and stop fans turning up outside ground, aren't they? Oh yeah, exactly. That, that, that's yeah. I, the neutral neutral ground makes sense. Yeah, it does. I don't really understand the argument against it. Yeah, because the, I mean the bottom line is, fans will turn up at grounds. It's inevitable. You know, the, some of these people can't even stay in their own houses. You know, like, yeah. you know there's no happening. Yeah. So, you know, you're going to get thousands around Anfield, inevitably. Because that's what they do, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And when they're playing. I sort of of understand that, but that's one of the reasons why neutral venues make more sense. But then is that going to stop fans turning up somewhere? I don't know. Um, But the Championship should play to a finish, which again, if the Championship plays to a finish and we finish early and go up, that really does play into our hands massively. Massively, so, yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully that happens. Because the teams that are going up with a, a similar team, you've not got... Say if Sunderland went up, Sunderland spent a fortune. Yeah, yeah. If we, if we go with Coventry and Oxford, let's say, good, they might challenge to stay up, but they're not going to be... Players like Sheffield United. When Sheffield United went up, they were comfortably safe, weren't they? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. First time, right? It's not going to be like that at all, thankfully. No, that's right. Okay. Well, we just have to keep our fingers crossed that somebody makes a decision, somebody straps a pair on and uh, and comes up to comes up with a decision. Hopefully, this week, like uh, like Tony Stewart said. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And we'll, if we do get a decision, we'll come back on and do a special episode if we get promoted. We'll do a promotion special. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, we need to look at, we need to obviously review the season anyway. Yeah. Because um, as, as you say, I think you're pretty on the nail then when, when you said that season's not going to finish now. I think it's over. Um, from a footballing point of view, it's just a question of how, uh, how the final positions are determined, that's all. So. Mm. Yeah. No, I agree. Ben, do you reckon what do you do? Do you think that'll be the case? That we'll, that we'll, that's it, it? Uh, I'm not really sure. I've not a clue. I've, I don't really have any, um, what's the word, familiarity with EFL because I obviously haven't been around that long. I've not really witnessed any big decisions. Mm. You know, so I'm not really sure what to expect. Mm. You know, if, if yeah. the EFL and football league more well than I do, because well, there's not really been any big decisions while I've been around. There's been no league changes, no nothing, has there? No, we've, we've done the biggest, the last big change was '92, wasn't it? For the Premier yeah. from football league to Premier League. Um, yeah. What, what the EFL like to do is not make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've gathered that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they'll just follow the Premier League and say, yes, sir, we'll follow you, sir, to the Premier League, unfortunately. Um, so that's what we'll... Uh, yeah, well, so hopefully Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, we'll get something, but like I said, let's not put money on that. Um, anything else we want to talk about before we move on to the sort of City chat from last week? Not for me, I don't think. Uh, I haven't got anything. Cool. Uh, so, we'll, yeah, when, if anybody's missed it last week, the club... We played the full live game, well, we live uh, against when we played City in the Champions or Old Division One in 2001, 2002. I thought you were going to say Champions League then. <laughs> Unfortunately, not. I mean, that'd be amazing if it were in Champions League. Um, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. Did you get around to watching it, Ben? Uh, no, I didn't. I always, I always sat out, but I never, never got around to it. You seemed to enjoy it though, didn't you, Mick? Yeah, I loved it. I did enjoy it. Took me back. Took me back to to some uh, some really good times at Millwall and an atmosphere crackling like it was on that uh, mm. on that day. Um, it was a great place to be. Yeah, um, much nicer than a cold, wet November Tuesday night, wasn't it? Against flipping Macclesfield. Don Valley. Yeah. Well, even Millwall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they they were they were a very very strong team. I didn't realise how strong a team it was. No, I didn't. Stuart Pearce playing for him. I know what end of his career, but still Stuart Pearce. Yeah. A young Richard Dunn. Yeah. Um, Sean Wright Phillips. Yeah. Oh wow. I know Sean Gorter again went went on to play in Premier League from year after, didn't he? Yeah. And uh, Guy Branson's mate Darren Huckabee. Yeah, Huckabee, and uh, oh, the lad who got sucked, uh, subbed off, he got taken off. Kyle Berkovich. Kyle Berkovich. Berkovich, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah that were a decent, a really decent side. But, obviously, they, they, they're Achilles' heel that, that they had Kevin Keegan as manager. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> they still went up ridiculously comfortably. Yeah, they did. They did. <laughs> that um, was side, but, you know, you look back at our side and I forgot how solid. At, Chris okay. Swales. Oh, yeah. oh, man alive. Why did I not vote for him in that central defender's position? Uh, yeah, all that, that I would run through, run through our lineup. I mean, missed it. It was this is just such a fantastic team. Mike Bollett in goal. We had a back three of Guy Branston, Martin McIntosh, and Chris Swales. 
Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Throwing our best defenders just there. It's brilliant. Yeah. Uh, we had Hurstie as a left wing back. What a quiet game. Yeah, he did. Sedgy as a right wing back, who was absolutely brilliant, Sedgy. It was on one, weren't it? He ran them ragged. He was brilliant. The, the, the thing about watching that game, uh, though, from Sedgy up for me, he just it, it did everything right until the last thing. Yeah. They just they were never quite the end end product that the, the build-up deserved. Because mm. you're right, he did. He ran them ragged all over the place. Stuart Pearce didn't know whether they were coming or going. And I know he's in a... Like you say, he was at the back end of his career, but he's a very experienced defender. Yeah. And, um, and, and he did, he ran him ragged, but that end product, he'd yeah. been a Premier League player, no question if he had an end product. Yeah. Um, and then we had midfield three of Nick Dawes, Stuart Talbot, and John Mullin. Johnny Mullin. John Mullin. I, love, I forgot about John Mullin. We were doing I oh. Yeah. <laughs> I love Johnny Mullin. What, what a great! I loved him to bits. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was hard working, but he also had. He was so skillful. Yes, he was. He was one of them that he was a bit like, a bit like Frecklington when he ran with ball. He just sort of, yeah. didn't, he just glid. He didn't yeah. like you were running properly. He just. Who's this, sorry? John Mullin. John Mullin. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then you've got uh, complimented by Stuart Talbot and Nick Dawes, who were just grafters. Yeah. They were just grafters, weren't they? Yeah, they were, uh, definitely. Well, um, Kev Watson, would it, would Kev Watson, would he have left the season before or early in the season? I don't know. don't know. I can't don't remember. Know. Must have done. Did we uh, go down that season or did we manage to stay up? We stayed up this year. Yeah. Oh, by goal difference as well. So this point at home to City were a huge point. Mm. Yeah. Towards the end of the season, um, and then up front, Alan Lee and Warney. What uh, a typical Warney performance! He didn't do anything particularly amazing. No, but it just caused problems. There were a crossy put in box and a, a shot yeah. in there. It, obviously, Lee's goal came from a, a rebound from Warney. Yeah. Um, and Alan Lee. I mean, I, I feel like sometimes in my head, I think that Alan Lee were better than he actually was. Yes. And then I watched him. And he was just so good. He was fantastic. He was good up ball. He was big and strong. I mean, he elbowed Stuart Pearce in edge. I was going to say, lucky to stay on, to be fair, because that was a straight red. It were. <laughs> what happened? Did he just clean elbow him in, in head? Oh, he ball, ball's coming across over, over the top, and Stuart yeah. Pearce just stood, stood there lining up, he was going to hit it back. And yeah. Alan Lee's sort of running towards him, looking at ball, and does one of them glance at, glance at man, elbow up, and... Yeah. Uh, Elbow him, tap the head. <laughs> the only reason he got away with that is because it was Stuart Pearce. Yeah. And then Stuart Pearce just picked himself up, had a laugh with referee and walked off. Yeah. Um, and, and, and genuinely, I mean, it was Dermot Gallagher referee, weren't it? So, an experienced referee. Yeah. Um, and I think Pearce kept him on pitch, to be fair. Probably, um, yeah. But there was another one, weren't there, later on, a Man City challenge, I can't remember... Trying to remember it now. There should have been two reds in game. Um, mm. One of Man City players, I can't remember who it was, um, went in really, uh, really late on one of ours. It might have been a warning actually. I can't remember. I was about actually. Yeah, I'm not know about. It. It does sound about right. But, um, but yeah, it was typical. I mean, obviously, that's my team growing up, and that's for me. That's sort of what we do now. When we're, when we're at its best, 
we're big and strong and aggressive, but mm. we've got quality, and that team had, had some quality. Who were who were manager? What for us? Yeah, Ronnie. Oh, was it? Oh, was he from? Was he with us uh, from '92 to 2000? No, Ronnie, even between. Ronnie went '97 to 2005. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, but my, 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 I think, I think because of the opposition, um, we liked. We, we did seem to lack a little bit of quality. There were quite a, quite yeah. a few of long balls out of defence and. You know, we, we didn't retain possession like we do now. No, no, yeah. yeah. I, well, certainly later on, I thought I thought to start with, we didn't let them settle at all. No, no, absolutely. That's what we try. That's what we try and do now. We try and press and get at them and unsettle the team, other team. Yeah. Um, obviously, back back then we were playing a city team worth millions of pounds, so we were never going to be able to keep up with them. No. Whereas now it's a bit of a different story. We've got probably one of the fittest teams in the league. Yeah. But we do the same type of thing. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. I hope they do some more of that because I thought it would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> you genuinely had forgotten about and Johnny Mullins one of those that I had forgotten about. Mm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed that. Really enjoyed it. So, good result as well, to be fair. It kept us up so like you said. It's always good to get one over on uh, on the so-called big teams, isn't it? Yeah, and they, again, that's something we, we did as well. There were a few teams, I think when they said in commentary, there were only like three or four teams in that division that we didn't beat at home or, or certainly didn't certainly lost to. Yeah. And there were some big teams in that league. Yes, there was. That's, they, what, that's what relegation teams do, though, isn't it? They make the yeah. home ground fortress, don't they? Yeah. And that's what we've done in recent years, apart from this year, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you want big boys. The whole, whole best thing about getting a championship is big boys come to town. Yeah. Think, uh, yeah. You know, all, the, all this. Bring two and a half thousand away fans and we drag them straight back down to earth. Yeah, get to another. Yeah. Absolutely. And hopefully, we're going to have a season of that next year. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But that'd be perfect. Um. So I think that is all we've got for this one. This is a bit of an aimless episode, but. Maybe we can do a little bit of like uh, our thinking greatest footballers debate. I've said it before and I, I still agree now. with the idea. We'll give you 10 minutes then. No, not now. Not now. I mean, in the whole episode. I mean, a whole episode in itself. Well, I can't, there's, there's not a lot of point. Three lads or three or four lads from Rotherham having a full half hour, 40 minute episode talking about Messi, is there? <laughs> I know, but I, I know it's obviously going to be messy in, in, my, in my opinion. But there is some good ones like Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldo, the Portuguese Ronaldo, Zidane, Cruyff. There's a lot of. There's been some good ones. Yeah. Maybe we could yeah. do a top ten. Maybe we could do a top ten. How's that? Yeah, maybe. We've got we've got ten minutes. We've got we've we've got we're not much done this one, Ben. If you want to have two quick ten minutes on it. What? Top ten greatest footballers. Well, yeah, why not? Or should we do a top five? Quick top five. Quick, quick top, top five. five. Harder. Quick top five. Then um, do we start at number five, obviously. Yeah, we'll start with number five. Go on. Uh, what do you think? I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. Um. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, maybe. Um. Well, you two have been around longer. Was Zidane any good? Zidane was brilliant. Before my time, Zidane really good. Yeah, he was a very, very good player. Excellent player. 
was um Cruyff was before your time, weren't he, Matt? Long before yeah. your time. Yeah, before mine though. He was seventies, weren't he? 70s, yeah, he was a proper player. Was he? Proper player, Johan Cruyff. Yeah. From what I've seen afterwards, he looked like a, a very very smart player. Yeah. A smart technical player, if you know. What yeah, I mean. absolutely. Um, yeah, I agree. He never, he never looked like it was lightning quick or anything like that. It was no, just, just use the ball really well, didn't it? Yeah, I remember watching a coaching video on him about the diamond, and it, it was really interesting. It was really just, it was something that was just genius about how the way he plays football. Yeah, yeah, it was, it, it definitely be in the top five for me. I've got a top five here anyway. If you want it, straight away, easy. Um, Go on then, I would Cruyff in there. Where you got yeah. a number, not a number, number. Say again. Got to number them, like from best to fifth. Well, I'd put in fifth. Yeah. Iniesta. Oh yeah. Yeah, good decision. Without without a shadow of a doubt, one of the best players I've seen in modern day football, over and above Messi, who's number one. Mm. Uh, Cruyff, I'd put in fourth. Yeah. Ronaldinho. Mm. Oh, he were good. Really. Third. Zidane for me. In second, mm. Messi, number one. Interesting, no Ronaldo's in there, no, not even in Brazilian. He's got a vendetta against the new one. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have. Yeah, I have. <laughs> the man. Go on, then, Matt, before I get him on your hand. Go on. Uh, I'm going, I, I, did, I forgot about Iniesta, so I'm going, I'm going to put Iniesta in, but put him at number five. Um, I'm going to probably Ronaldo as Four. This is just <laughs> this is who I prefer to watch, I suppose, because then I'd put Ronaldinho as three because there was just something special about Ronaldinho. Yeah. He could do things with a ball that I can't even imagine. Have you seen the video of him doing keep you up seats it on volleying its bar, takes it back control yeah. of it and it's bar again? Yeah. It's just something else. Yeah. I mean, his life afterwards a bit of a tragedy, like, but yeah. on the pitch, he was just ridiculous. Um, Number two, I've gone Brazilian Ronaldo. Again, yeah. it was he had everything. He was lightning quick. He was clever. He could finish. Mm. He had everything. That, that 98 World Cup, which obviously didn't end in win for him, it was just the best thing ever. Didn't it he was, have um, I had a seizure before final, weren't it? Or there's a few rumours going around, yeah. yeah. So, I said there's rumours going around. It got that serious that there was a Brazilian court case about it. Yeah. Because they took it so seriously. Supposedly it wasn't well, and they, so they put this to team sheet out. It wasn't on the team sheet. And then at 10 minutes later, the team sheet was suddenly changed and Ronaldo played, and they were awful. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's like, there were a game with uh, Real Madrid played Man U in Champions League. Ultra. I, see, I, think I've, uh, I think I've seen that on uh, YouTube, on an iconic classic yeah. thing. It's he one scores, of- doesn't he? So I think it's got a two or three. Might, it might even actually. I can't remember. Um, but it's one of the most complete strikers' performances I've ever seen. Yeah. It just took apart a peak Manuti. It weren't a rubbish Manuti. No. It was early two thousands Fergie. So it, it were class. It were a very very good team. And they just dismantled them. It was just yeah. so good. I think the year they went to win it at Hamden. Um, Galacticos team. Yeah. It was just sublime. And then Messi. There's no other. Messi's the Messi's no. The... No, he's there's no one better than. I don't think there will be for a long time. But uh, you'll be. Well, I've got, I've got five, but obviously mine are quite modern because I've not been around long. So number five, I've got I've gone Henri because that's oh, yeah. really 
what I can remember. He was quality from what I've seen. Amazing on ring. Number four, I've got Iniesta. No, number four, <laughs> I'm going to go my controversial one. I'm going to go with Mbappe. Oh. World Cup, his World Cup performance was ridiculous, yeah, right. in my oh, opinion. Yeah. And then number three, I'm going to go with Iniesta. Number two, I'm going to go with Ronaldo. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Mitch. But... <laughs> and then number one, I'm going to go with Messi, obviously. Yeah, that's my. That's all quite modern because I've not really seen anything else. Quite oh, odd YouTube clip. Want to see what you can say, can't you? Yeah. What's interesting in that is that Iniesta's in all three of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, he was. He was very, very good. He's the best midfielder, probably the best midfielder ever. I mean, these other, these are all these other players we've talked about are strikers, or yeah. uh, certainly attacking midfielders at worst. Mm. Iniesta was just yeah. I, I mean, Ozil. Ozil was very good in my opinion. He's yeah. if he if he wouldn't have gone to Arsenal, he would have the most assists ever. That's yeah. proven by stats. Because before he, when he was at was it Madrid? It was Madrid, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. He, he had the most assists out of anyone. And just some things watching him, even at Arsenal, it's at that odd time where it's just like wow. Yeah. But obviously that's kind of gone down the drain when he's on three hundred million pounds of yeah. week in. This is the difference between Iniesta and, and something like Ozil is, yeah. unfortunately, it's just the, the attitude towards the game. Yeah. Ozil is fantastic, but he has got a, 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 a yeah. great problem. Yeah. Uh, Iniesta hasn't. No, no doubt. No, well, you didn't, we didn't, none of us uh, mentioned Xavi. Would you say Iniesta's better than Xavi? Yes. Would I mean, as, as a partnership, they've got to be the best midfield partnership. Oh, yeah, with Busquets is in there as well, just holding. Yeah. yeah. ridiculous. Um, but in Iniesta, yeah, it was just yeah. amazing. That World Cup goal as well. Just yeah, on volley, yeah. smashes it yeah. to the bottom corner. It just deserved that. It deserved that. Yeah. He's done over years. That's the icing on cake for, uh, for, for him. Yeah. A wonderful, wonderful footballer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I think, I think, are you happy with that as a five, Ben? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. I'm very happy. I'm not. If you've got Ronaldo in two of your teams, and I won't tell him, I'm well, thrown at me, to be honest. Well, I'm happy that none of these have got Pele or Maradona because Pele, I, I don't want to go on about Pele because he really annoys me. He's been proven 500 goals against teams called Juventus, but are in like the. He's got. There's a team sheet, or not team sheet, score sheet, of his like uh, Juventus, Madrid, Chelsea. And they're not the actual teams. They're like the reserves or park <laughs> teams or something. They won them like 15-0. It's ridiculous, honestly. It's a Brazilian thing. Romario's very similar. Yeah, Romario yeah. supposedly, supposedly scored like over a 1,000 goals. The thing is with Pele as well, when he went to the World Cup, he didn't even win player at tournament. It was Grinch, I think, when, mm. when, uh, when he won. Which was another player, but he was before at all of those times, weren't he? Was Pele fifties and sixties, or was he seventies? Fifties, seventies. I think did he first start in the fifty-eight World Cup? Or is that? Can't remember. Um, sure. Were you around for any of him, uh, Mick? Yeah, back end of his career. Yeah. Was, was he well talked about? Yeah, he, he was. Yeah, he was. But he he, he was no Lionel Messi. No. Let me tell you. Messi just some of stuff is honestly it still baffles me. Mm. Yeah, and that's one of the things that we miss most about this lockdown is we don't get to see these ridiculous players, and we're missing out. You're missing Ronaldo, 
Are we getting towards yeah. their career? Mm. It's going to be sad day when them two... Do you know, if I don't see Ronaldo play again, it'll be a day too soon. <laughs> what do you think? Do you think Mbappe is on his way to not being as good as Messi? Do you think he's on his way to being as good, maybe even better than Ronaldo? Not well is at PSG. Mm, do you not think the league's not strong enough? No. It needs to. If you look at what Ronaldo's done, he's won a Premier League. He's won the Premier League. He's won the league. He's won Champions League. He's won in Italy. Yeah. He's won everything there is to win at club level at, at a fantastic league. The French League's championship with Man U in it, basically, isn't it? Yeah. It's just, it's not a competitive league. It's not good enough. So he no. needs to go to Real Madrid or wherever he needs to go to. He needs to stop money arguing a bit, doesn't he? Hey, we, yeah, if, he wants to, if he wants to earn his money back, time is 22, brilliant. But the rest of his yeah. career, he needs to do something yes. else. He does, he, if he can earn his money for a year or two, that's fine. But after, if he's just money arguing, then he's not, he's not going to be the best. No. He needs to want to be the best. It, Not depends. Just one paycheck. it depends whether he wants to be a Messi or Ronaldo or whether he wants to be a Neymar. Yeah. That's the choice in front of him. Mm. But anyway, moving on. Um, did anybody watch any South Korean football at the weekend? Weren't there a very interesting game about 15 minutes, Mick? You told me there were. I don't know, a Belarusian game, Matt. Oh, was it? That was a dick. To be fair, I don't know whether it was in the Premier League or their Reserve League. It might have been their Premier League Reserve League. This is where this is where football, this is where we've got to. <laughs> Belarusian <laughs> Reserve League. Within a 15 minute spell, there, were, there was 15 yellow cards, four reds, and three goals. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant oh, when were that Saturday yeah I did watch it <laughs> it wouldn't be live stream would it because it was a reserve game but yeah. um, wow but if you fancy if you ever fancy being a professional footballer get your boots in a suitcase and get yourself off to Belarus <laughs> if you don't you mind it, no problem yeah if you don't mind <laughs> I'm imagining uh, it's a bit 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 um Loosely, if you know what I mean, on the rules. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you've got, if you just, if you slip referee, few quid. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go back this weekend, don't we? So at least we're going to get yeah. some football. Yeah. We've got we all? I think I've got an idea. We all support a team, watch the game, and just talk about it. Well, we'll have, yeah, we, we'll have time. We can give a quick mention each week. Go on, Ben. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for actually. We said we would talk before the podcast, didn't we, about going for Gladbach? But I'm not sure, to be honest, how I like how much I like Gladbach. I like more of an underdog, if you know what I mean. Right. So I don't know. So what, what do you want in terms of underdog? Munch and Gladbach have got a chance. Look, she's still got a chance at title. Hmm. And uh. Mick, you said know. you wanted to go Mines, didn't you? I think I'm going to go for Mines, yeah. Yeah. Is that because uh, we played them in a friendly once? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I might have to sell out and go to Leipzig because I just really like Leipzig. So you want to go for an underdog, so you pick the team yeah, that are... Yeah, I know. Like... I know, but I, I, there's <laughs> something about Leipzig. Like... their way to chapter top. Yes. Yeah. It's something about Leipzig. It might be Werner or something. I just mm. really love the club, if you know what I mean. I don't know why. Yeah. Fair enough. going to go to Leipzig and be a sellout. In fact, my I'm changing mine. Go on. I'm gonna be Schalke. Schalke. Mm-hmm. The Liverpool of Germany. They've been the yeah. in about fifty years, I think, isn't it? Oh, like is that, that Wolfsburg? Is that Wolfsburg? No, Wolfsburg won it recently. 
Schalke then they are, they are, they're going through a bit of a, a dry spell Nick no, well, it's still, it's still, their, their manager is now who? David Wagner you know at Uddersfield oh yeah is he Schalke manager? yeah oh that's it then <laughs> you're leaving no I'm having him I'm having Schalke uh, do you like David Wagner? I, I, I know I don't care <laughs> <laughs> fair enough I've got something to support Oh, that's true. Yeah. Right, we'll call that call that a day, I think. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening and joining us on this episode. Uh, we will come back next week at the earliest, at latest, Sunday or Monday. Mm. Uh, um, we'll probably come back earlier if there is some sort of result in the in the put votes, and we may have a spe- we'll have some special episodes over the next few weeks. I think. Oh, yeah. To some people about. Some people re- related to the club in a way. I'll not say much more than that for now. Um, but hopefully that'll come out next week or two once we've had a chat with some people. Um, so thank you very much. The Kittwell's Cup's still going as well. It's going really well as well, Matt. Well, we're going finishes tonight. Well, recording tonight. Finishes, mo- finishes Monday night. Mm. Um, Saturday, we're gonna, the, the final will be played over two days. Saturday, Sunday will be the votes for the, for the final. Uh, which are looking like the... 82-82 shirt, home shirt, is looking like it's through. Well, to the semis at least. Yeah. Uh, and then the Patrick shirts from the 80s are proving incredibly popular. Yes. <laughs> it's unfortunate, the way the draw's played out, there's two shirts against each other in the semi-final, are the Patrick shirt, and they're basically the same shirt. And, well, they are identical, except one's got a collar and one hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Is so, that fair? Is that fair? Well, it's it's the different shirts technically. With different years. Uh, yeah, one year different. So I think one of them was eighty three, eighty four, and then eighty four, eighty five. They changed the sponsor, but then halfway through the season, the sponsor changed, so they changed the shirt slightly. Mick, do you remember any of these? Does it make you feel old looking? I, I remember the, some of these. One of my favourite shirts is is the the. Uh, the are you Patrick shirt with the collar and the yellow, yellow, mm. yellow bands in, and white sleeves. I, I love that shirt. I absolutely love that shirt. Um, I've obviously got the retro one, the eighty eighty one shirt. Um, but my, my favorite, which was, the, which was sort of my second favorite. That one, that are you Patrick one with the white sleeves and collar. I love that shirt. Absolutely love that shirt. If they're going to do if they're going to do any more retro ones, that'd be a great one to do. Yeah. So it just sums up. It's a proper Rodham United shirt for me. That. But anyway. Yeah. Well, they're very, very popular. So yeah. I suspect that'll be the final. But there's uh, the 2012 2012-14 shirt is still in with a shout. So that might yeah. turn the semis because that's again that's a, that's been incredibly popular popular yeah. as well. And, and rightly so as well. Hmm. That's the that's the Leaf Recklington shirt. It is. Yes. You see that shirt. That's the first person I think of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a brilliant shirt. Uh, so yeah, we'll call it there. So thank you very much. We'll see you hopefully later on in the week, or if not next week. So thank you very much, Ben, for the quiz and everything. It's alright. And we'll see you later. And thank you very much, Michael, for joining us and doing the quiz with us. Yeah, thank you. I got three points this week as well. Did it's an improvement. Right. Cheers, guys. Looking towards Ravel. Ambitious. 